0: You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Referral Mortgages and Blue Panda Realty, with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate in our nation's capital.
1: Yes, hello everybody. We call him Green Paul. We're back at Green Space. Green, Green Space. we back at the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. My name is Paul Stevenson. I'm here with Greg Campbell. I'm here with David Warren. And I am an owner at Referral Mortgages. I'm also a mortgage agent. Greg Campbell is a partner and a realtor at Blue Panda Realty. David Warren, also an owner at Referral Mortgages, expert mortgage agent. And uh, we'll give a quick shout out to North Brew, northbrew.ca. If you go to northbrew.ca and use the promo code podcast, you can get twenty uh, percent off all of your coffee orders, and twenty percent of your order does go towards the Ottawa homeless community. So, good coffee, good cause. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? How's everyone doing? Not, not as
2: good as you, apparently.
0: <laughs> it, it might be a green screen, but uh, but like green screen for we, us. Can we get a uh, can we get a can we get the the <laughs> screenshot? Can
2: off? we see the screenshot right now? I don't think I don't think Stephen can do that because we're recording. <laughs>
0: Uh, i was gonna
1: post it in, but uh, oh. no, yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm live currently from um, uh, Rio Melcocho, which is a forest reserve in uh, in Colombia in the Andes, and uh, magical up here. We uh, we came in last night, uh, about an hour off the the most you know used road, which was you know I'm using the word road very loosely uh, off the beaten trail, and then another uh, 45 to an hour long uh, mule ride uphill. Uh, so very remote uh, we still have internet believe it or not and uh yeah it's been magical so far i've been here for for five days and it's just uh blowing my mind it's it's amazing I feel very connected with nature right now yeah that's um that's
2: crazy the uh the mule
1: ride <laughs> yeah yeah it was a very unique experience i'll tell you that uh very short-footed though i'll tell you i'll tell you that much they're very sure-footed yeah. a few times i thought i was going head over feet and no sir they're, uh, very stable
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did see your videos. I did see your videos last night yeah. of, uh, through the dark. And I was, I was definitely expecting, uh, you to come on camera with a few bruises to the face for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my friend Kenny, who, who owns, this is actually, we're at a glamping, he has a glamping business here in uh, Rio Melcocho. So if anyone Googles glamping Rio Melcocho, uh, you'll see the Airbnb and the location. It's a beautiful dome that looks over the Valley. It's, it's unbelievable, but, uh, he said it's a f- one of the first few times he's come in in the dark. Like typically, you don't want to do that. Uh, there are pumas around here too. Uh, there's some pumas. There's some uh, uh, little like tiger cats that are basically like the size of maybe like a lynx, uh, but they have tiger strikes. They're actually um, endangered. Uh, so doubtful we'll see them, but if we do, it'll be uh, it'll be pretty magical. So
0: sounds like your head needs to be on a swivel up there.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, one of the gentlemen we met in San Rafael, which is a uh, maybe four hours from here. He said that his dog, uh, his neighbor's dog was actually walking near the forest and Puma just jumped out, grabbed the dog. And that was it. Never seen again. Just wow. gone. Oh man. Yeah. Yeesh. So we All got right. our head <laughs> on the <a> swivel. <sweater.
2: laughs>
1: if, if I lose connection, you might know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man. Wow. That's great. Well, how's everything going in Ottawa? What's uh, what's the scene like there? Well, it's uh, it's a cool minus 27 this morning and um, clear skies. And uh, <laughs> I, what, what I did notice is that uh, I find it pretty co- funny, well, cool. I find it funny that in, in Ottawa, especially as the winter goes on and when you have a really cold winter like we've had, that people generally, like the, the clothing is, like it's very less now. Like everyone's kind of, mm. first of all, they're over winter. And then they don't really care that it's minus 30. So you got people walking around like outside everyone, like a lighter jacket, no mitts, no hats. It's like, everyone's just used to it now. And they're just kind of like saying "I'm, I'm over it. So, uh, anyways, I just, I noticed that this morning, everyone I saw was like dressed like as if it was spring, basically.
0: <laughs> well, as soon as March 1st hits, I find as soon as March 1st hits, the, the, sh- the people that wear the shorts in the winter, they, yeah, they, they, they know, come out. also to switch to just the the, uh, the hoodie instead of the jacket, yeah. you know, March is like the signal of the hell with this. Yeah, pretty much.
1: I saw it this morning and uh, I was laughing. That's hysterical. We just make the mental decision that's that winter's over. Right, winter's over, and I'm yeah. moving on. <laughs> I'm actually included
2: in that pack of people. <laughs> Greg has no jacket. Yeah. Just just roaming yeah, in a t-shirt. Like whatever. Um, but yeah, the markets uh, the markets okay. I've um, i got a couple things done, and I've I've been showing a lot of properties again. What I have noticed is that I I believe. And based on, you know, the comments a few weeks ago saying how February, I think, is generally, you know, based on last year, going to be the most uh, inflated month overall, um, that everything's starting to stabilize a bit more. There's more listings coming out. There's more options. We're still seeing offers with no conditions, obviously. Um, I don't know if that's going to go on for the for the year or just, you know, kind of end or slow down a bit for summer. Um mm-hmm. But the majority are still you know seeing multiple offers and um the numbers are the numbers are the numbers are still up the numbers are still up
1: do you know I'm how many listings list? there are currently
2: yeah in the in the city i didn't do the stats for the city i think it's about i think it's a little bit more than what it's been i think we're probably sitting around 1700 as opposed well, to like fun. 1550 or whatever the last little while yeah but i have um you know just a quick breakdown now again uh Uh, still a lot of rentals out a lot of rental price reductions, which I found, you know, I mean, it's interesting, but we've kind of predicted that as it's been going on, Um, you know, in Orleans, 13 active rentals, 53 active listings, 695 K is the average sale. And that's for everything. That's detached rows, condos, Um, Canada, 22 active rentals, 49 active listings, 849 K is the average sale price. Barhaven, Canada, Barhaven, Barhaven, Riverside South, twenty-six active rentals, fifty-one active listings, eight hundred and thirty thousand is the average sale price. So, Canada Stitzville still tops it. Orleans is clearly um, a a better bang for your buck, but it depends on what you're buying. That's skewed a bit because of the way that I did it this week. There's less million-plus sales in Orleans. There's way more in Canada Stitzville and in Barhaven Riverside South. Um, you know, we saw some real homes sell in the nine hundreds last couple of weeks in Riverside South, which is bananas. But, uh, you know, and I had a conversation, I had a couple, I had more people call me having buyer's remorse and, um, not that worked with me though. Ironically, I love it when they they all call me after the fact. And, uh, and I said to them, I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm like, you need a place to live. Right. I'm like, you need a place to live. I'm like, you chose to buy in February. Right. They're like, yeah. I'm like, well then don't be upset. I'm like, if you're planning mm-hmm. to flip this in two years, maybe be a little nervous, but yeah. You know, and just, you got to live. You bought in February, you, you could have waited. You, you wanted to buy, you bought. That's, that's and, all it is.
0: And what was some of their reasonings on, you know, for the buyer's remorse, just looking at what they paid versus because, what's on the market or just like after the fact, they feel like they've got, you know, kind of into the, like emotionally into it.
2: They got emotionally into it and they got into the, What's going to happen in the market? I think, I think some people are scared that it's, there's just never going to be enough coming out and that they're not going to have any options. So they want to buy right away. Or maybe there's, you know, some immediate need for something. They have to move or they're having a baby soon. They want to get into a house before they have the baby, uh, you know, things like that. But, you know, you can't, you know, and they ask my honest opinion and hear what I was going to talk about, you know, the, the whole um, idea of, this year being around mid six percent increase, and then the next year's being like in the zero zero to one percent. I think that's one hundred percent going to happen. I think we're hitting that plateau, and I think for like I would say a good two to five years, we're going to stick between zero and one percent increase. That's my prediction. It's it, I could be totally time, wrong. Time stamp take, it. I'm not giving financial it. advice here, but I think we're going to see, see a serious plateau, and I think we need one. You know. That's we'll see what happens. That's an interesting prediction. Yeah. I mean, well, let's, let's say zero to 5% year over year for five years. (laughs) So you
0: just increased, you just increased it by 500%. I don't know. I don't know.
2: There could be like, you know, there could be like a 2.2 in 2023 or 2024 or something like
0: that. I don't know. But more more of a stabilized, more of a stable. Stabilized. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No crash though. No crash. it, It can't. I, I genuinely don't, I genuinely don't know. Um, we continue on my, on my side, on the financing side, I continuously keep getting calls from people out of town relocating uh, to Ottawa for jobs. Um, there's still like all the, all the new build, um, you know, any new build construction keeps getting delayed. Um, and every opening of, you know, uh, development is selling out now, is that selling out? How many of those are speculative buyers? How many of those are investors? Um, you know, I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's a, a reasonable percentage of that, but you know, with the, my, mi- with the amount of migration and, and immigration opening up, I mean, it, I, I don't know. I mean, we really would need that supply to level for to level off. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I think there's and and it'll be interesting to see. I think if there's an, if there's an adoption of condos, I mean Ottawa has been typically a driving city. Um, to you know, obviously, pandemic mm-hmm. pushed the values in the larger homes up because people want more space. But I look around where I am of of West Centertown, Little Italy area. That um, you know, there's 15 condos slated for development, and right now we have uh, as of now there's three being built actively under construction. Uh, one of them being. Two of them being rentals, though. One, the Icon will finally be finished and occupied. Um, <laughs> but there are others that are actually four. Sorry, four. Um, but three of the three of the four are rentals. So I don't know that right. that like how that's going to impact the supply in that regard. But but I think some of these condos that are being built along Rito, there's those you know there's some mm-hmm. big towers being built in the, where the Metro was, things like that. So it'll be interesting to see if there's over the next few years, if there's an adoption of that. 15 minute, uh, you know, neighborhood that, that Ottawa has been trying to push and talk about, Mm. uh, and as well more of a a downtown migration and adoption of these condos. Cause I think that's what we'll need in order for prices to stabilize is people to stop is, is people really kind of pushing for these, um, single detached or, or semis. And because Ottawa just hasn't been a condo, condo Mm. city thus far, um, uh, so I don't, I don't know. And I don't know if we're going to get there because of how big a push, you know, maybe if light rail actually picks up and actually their <laughs> the trains can actually stay on the track and, and, uh, and as the, uh, expansions kind of finalize, if that'll help also push people into condos and, and get people off the road. Yeah. Uh, I think for the immediate future, I mean, people just love in Ottawa, people just love their single detached and, and their semis and, and towns and, and the suburban lifestyle. And so I don't know that those, that that's going to happen right now. Um, if for me, if I was buying a, like I would be nervous buying a condo as an investment myself.
2: Right. To rent.
0: To rent and, 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 and expecting a, a large period. appreciation, yeah. yeah, you know, as an investor. Uh, um, and that's
2: And that's the thing I've been saying to everybody that I, that I'm working with right now, you know, and they ask me, you know, they're paying more and they ask me what I think. And I tell them, I go, look, I go, it it would be nice if you make a big profit when, you you know, by the time you move in or within two years, I go, but I would expect like nothing. Mm -hmm. Like I'm telling, I just say, just be. I said, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but be prepared for zero. Yeah. And it really makes people think for a minute. and And then I always say, I say, but you need a place to live. And you're still going to have your equity. You know, there's there's value in home ownership no matter when you buy. But just be prepared. Like all oh, these gains that are happening right now are are something that you can you cannot um, have hope for. It's possible, but you know what I mean. I
1: think uh, I think too that you know over the last couple of years it's, there's always a, a lagging, kind of a lagging indicator. People are only now starting to really aggressively look at real estate as, as an investment. And that was never, I know we've talked about this before, but that was never the case. You'd buy a house to live in. And if it appreciated over the next you know 20 years, great. You make a bit of profit and so on. But now people are looking at real estate as like a true investment, as if you were buying, you know, investing in a stock market or, or other investment uh, options. And I think that is, also kind of what you're saying, Dave, like, you know, you, you really can't be looking at properties right now, I would say, because there is some uncertainty you shouldn't, maybe you should yeah, you shouldn't be looking at properties strictly for that investment side of it, unless it is like that, you know, single family detached home that clearly looks like there's an aggressive market for, and, and, and will be moving forward, just Ottawa being a, you know, kind of a, uh, uh, you know, very government kind of family town, I think those single family homes are going to continue to go up in value. So uh, I think that's kind of the the issue now is that a lot of people are looking for those investments, thinking they're going to get that 10, 20% return. And, and that probably won't be the case ongoing, right? It's, you know, the one to 5%, like you said, Greg, is probably much more realistic.
0: I, I still, I want to actually clarify something that I commented of, of from a condo investment standpoint. Um, condos can still be a great investment to rent out, or still be a great investment. Um, whether you're anticipating a zero to 3% appreciation, it's still going to appreciate, um, if you can rent it out and the price at which you can rent it out can still even be a break even that's a win. I mean, you're going to get that small appreciation, but you're also going to get the principal pay down And, and everyone, everyone's investment strategy is different. So me saying that is, you know, me as an investor that would I go into it? No, I wouldn't based on my preferences, but everyone is different in their, objectives. So I kind of want to clarify that, that it's, I'm not saying as a, a, a broad, yeah. a broad paint, you know, paintbrush that it's, it's not wise. Um, right. everyone's, everyone's, uh, objectives are different or, mm-hmm. or, or, experience. Um, one thing that I think will also be interesting to see how it drives the market and, and people's buying mentalities is, you know, the, on Wednesday, the bank of Canada is going to be announcing, um, if they're going to make any changes to the overnight lending rate, which is what affects bank prime, um, in turn, variable rates, uh, HELOCs, lines of credit, things like that. It's anticipated, strongly anticipated. We're expecting it, uh, uh, in January, it didn't happen. We're expecting it, uh, as of Wednesday, or it's basically almost a guarantee of a quarter percent increase. Um, I'd be getting a ton of emails and calls about whether people should lock in their variable rate to a fix. So I know we keep talking about this um, prior and and, and about the, the spread on variable rate, but I wanted to kind of put some context to uh, whether you should ride out your variable rate or lock in on a fix right now. So if you had a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage uh, on a and you know going a very conservative uh, variable rate right now on a thirty amortization, one point five percent is likely what you're probably around. Your payments would be $17.24 a month. If Bank of Canada increases prime by a quarter percent, this will increase your payments to $17.85, an increase of $61. That's it. So, those of you that are very nervous or not sure about how this is impacting you, it's a $61 increase. So, if you're, you know, if you're buy if you bought a home at you know, $600,000, your mortgage is probably around $500,000. Um, it's a $61 increase now. People are calling asking whether they should lock into a fixed. The going fixed rates right now on a 30 amortization are around 3.19%. So if you made the conscious decision to lock in on a fixed rate, you'd be locked in at 3.19%. Your payments would jump to 2154. So you'd be making the conscious decision to increase your payments by $433 a month. That's just in the payments. That is not the extra amount of interest that you're paying monthly. Mm. And that is not the reduction, the the less principal you're paying down. Mm. So people that get up in arms or scared or worried about rates increasing. People have to remember that when the Bank of Canada makes any changes, it's at a quarter point at a time. Yes, it is kind of expected that in 2022, it will increase, that they will make four increases. Keep in mind, this is a quarter point at a time. So if they do that, that's a one percent jump. So you're going from one and a half percent to two and a half percent. You're not going to three point one nine. So and it's a gradual increase the entire time. You're still getting that lesser pay. Um, some of those, some of you, that are certain certain variable products are locked in. Um, your payments won't adjust. They'll actually maintain the same just within your payment, the amount going to interest and the amount going to principal will change. Um, a strategy that Paul and I always tell people that are always concerned is just voluntarily increase your payments. If you're thinking of locking in your fi- to a five-year fix at 319 instead of 1.5, just increase voluntarily increase your payments by that $433, but maintain on variable. You'll take advantage of the lower payment. It'll be as if you're paying the 319, so you've already kicked in those increases, but the entire time you're paying off a heck of a lot more principal and you're still saving uh, the entire time. So, um, you know, it's something to be cognizant of. It's good that people are aware of what their interest rates are or what's going on in the economy and kind of following those things, but people need to be mindful of kind of the, the numbers and not just jumping to that, that locked in fix. It just economic from a financial standpoint just does not make sense to do.
2: That's a great idea, man. Like just telling people to prepare for that you know, for prepare for it later, like adding the payment now on the low interest rate to pay down the principal. I mean, even not pay the four hundred, pay the two hundred, pay an extra one hundred a month. Just get into yeah. the habit
0: of of naturally increasing your payment now. And 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 then you'll be paying. You'll be knocking off your principal yeah. as your rate increases and your payment increases. You won't even be affected. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're consciously thinking about locking in to that three one nine and that four hundred thirty three dollar more payment, just do it leave it on variable and just do it. And then any increase over the next, you know, five years, basically until your term is up, uh, you won't even notice in the entire time wow. you will have been knocking off that principle. So, um, that's if, huge. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens and, and obviously the unfortunate things that are, you know, the unfortunate, uh, invasion in, in Ukraine and all this going on in the market, uh, economic sanctions with Russia, you know, that uncertainty of how commodity prices like this is all going to drive inflation as well. So, um yeah. it, you know, the ripple effects of everything We've, we're coming out of a pandemic with uh inflationary issues and that uh, now you've got huge commodity inflationary uh pressures um you know it's and, uh, and it will come and more to come I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh. Um but yeah, regardless of all that going on, over the, you look at the trends and you and don't just take, you know, Ryan and Paul's word for it. Look at the, you know, Google the historical trends of variable rate versus fixed rate in Canada over the last 30 years. Variable has won out every year except for two. Um, there's a reason for that. You know, basic there's, you know, rates will prime increases, bank account increases typically every five years, five to seven years, they do they revert back. They do an they do a decrease because of something going on in the economy. That's how it's been um, for the last you know, 15 years and, and, and it's likely, that's likely to continue. So, um, and there's something to be mindful of as you're, as you're thinking about whether to lock in.
2: Right. I love it. That's the breakout. <laughs> I'm, announcing, I'm announcing it right now on air.
0: That's the breakout. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I, uh, other than that, I mean, like, I don't know what you've been seeing. Have you been seeing as many multiple offers this week, uh, Greg, kind of going back to the, yeah, the housing supply? See, still the... seeing
2: it, man. And and a yeah. lot of people have increased their price point and still losing. So it's like, I have a few buyers that are, you know, we've, like, I, I think I mentioned before, we just kind of said, wait, I'm like, just wait, keep Side-line watching, it. but just wait for a bit because, you know, now they're, now they're really at their max mm-hmm. and then they're still losing. So it's kind of uh sad you know, mm-hmm. you're yeah. excited to buy a house. And, you know, as you go over the last few months, it's just gotten more out of reach. Um, so, you know, there's always a time to pause once it gets to a certain point, you know, when it's emotionally affecting you, yeah. uh, which mm-hmm. is happening with a lot of buyers right now, they're getting exhausted, but this is the same thing that happened last year. So based on more listings coming out, buyer exhaustion, you know, I think I see the market shifting. There was one that I was in on, uh, over the weekend, it was 979 and uh you know we went in we went in a million and uh we lost but what it what it sold for in the end wasn't that much more so i was kind of like okay that's and that's a a big home in orleans Mm -hmm. whereas probably four weeks ago that would have hit 1.2 for sure if it was on the market because it's that's just what it was doing um Mm -hmm. so seeing that made me hopeful uh the hot market is still the townhomes, obviously you know, there's some out here selling, you know, anything. The hot list price is five ninety nine nine or six forty nine nine, and they're selling seven to seven eighty. You know, that's just, yeah. And that, that's sorry, that's in the East End because that's where I've been working mostly the last yeah. Uh, yeah. The last couple mm-hmm. weeks. Um, you know, but I think I mentioned in Canada, I sold a three bedroom town for eight eight fifty about mm-hmm. a month ago, um, and now that one, I mean,
0: now that would hit nine for sure. It's funny. The uh, like I had a call yesterday with uh, with a client um, who's getting prepared, looking to get pre-approved to to begin shopping. And I was asking them what their budget is, or did they have a number in mind that they were, you know, looking in. And they said, "Well, you know, we're looking at properties that are listed at 500, but you know, but we know they're going 200,000 over. Mm -hmm. Like they were, they're, they're again, they're, you know, it's not mentally prepared." you know, a year ago, these conversations were. But well, we know they're 100. They're going 100,000 yeah. over. They've are. They already are there, and they're mentally preparing, knowing that it's that things are going 200, 200 over, which is which is wild. That's 40% over list that they're yeah. that they're already mentally prepared for. Uh, In in <laughs> you know, in comparison to a year ago, I found you know everyone I talked to was always like, a, oh yeah, I know it's going to go about 100,000 over. Yeah. I thought that, that this was the first time that somebody ever you know said to be well you know. We, we know it's probably going to go about Yeah, that's two that's wild. <laughs> yeah,
2: but it, but it it is cool that well, it's cool. It's not cool. The last year, the hot list price was four ninety nine nine, selling for six. This year, it's five ninety selling for seven plus. That's <laughs> that's wild. That's Is
1: there any neighborhoods right now in Ottawa that are still like in the three to five hundred range? And if so, like where would those be? And like if someone's looking to get in the market, like I feel like. Every time we talk, it's you know 700, 800, 900. like it probably feels like you said more and more out of reach. Like is there any neighborhoods that are still available for that
2: starter home? there there are, and that's a great question. I mean, the three to five hundred right now is the condo towns. you know, mm-hmm. mostly the older condo towns. Like even you know to bring teal back into the mix. Mm-hmm. You remember how that story went down last year where they were almost hitting four fifty and then we listed one just when the market kind of shifted a bit. Um, And now it's like, you know, 450 for sure, instantly. And that's 19, what, 1970s condo, row, Renovated, obviously. But, uh, you know, that's, but I mean, under, like, under 400? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, no, I haven't seen anything unless it needs a lot of work. Yeah. Even if they're listing it, and that's to go back down, you know, if it's like a three. 300, uh, $300,000 condo, that's going to hit like over 400 for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, the, uh, on, on your comment of, of if it's a, unless it's a property with needing a lot of work, um, I'm not going to, maybe we'll keep this for, for next week, but, uh, something to consider for those buyers uh, out there that are looking at places that need a lot of work. There are programs where you can, uh, get up to a hundred thousand dollars as a uh, as an improve uh, additional improvement fund a hundred thousand uh, on, of, on up onto your mortgage yeah so i didn't think it was uh, that high yeah so we have uh so paul and i have a, a couple lenders that that have increased to a hundred thousand of what they'll do is their purchase plus improvements program That's so we able to so um something to keep in mind you know maybe we'll uh we'll earmark that for next week's episode to yeah. kind of dive into that of how that can work and and your benefit if finding something in that 400 range that is needing work and and you know needing those updates and whatnot, but um, something to keep in mind, uh, on and and certainly speak to uh your mortgage broker or uh or realtor about that when kind of looking at properties. Cool,
1: yeah, yeah, amazing program. I've used it twice and it's um, it's a great tool and it's uh, it's something as Dave said that lenders are, are definitely more aware of now, it's an insured program. And the insurers like Sajin and CMHC, they uh, they don't really promote it that much, to be honest, which is kind of surprising. Um, so, yeah, so the lenders are kind of, you know, getting more aware of it, uh, not more aware of it, but like they've said, kind of creating their own uh, specifications or programs around it, which is great. And we can certainly walk anyone through uh, through the process if
2: they're interested in that. Right. Um, um, I, this, sorry, go ahead, Dave.
0: I was going to say... Um, if, uh, if we didn't have anything else, I, I don't think Paul has any uh, mood boost, but I, I do want oh, cut, to cut, cut. Oh, you do. I was going to say, I yeah. want to no, I, I want a story about the Amazon or something uh, where you are. Maybe if you don't.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and, and heads up, there's some big news coming next week on the show. There's some big news. You'll hear about it next week. <laughs> Massive. 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 Um, yeah. I have, let
1: me see here. I got probably three or four. So we'll see how these work out. And actually, hilarious. Uh, one of the comments on YouTube last week—I don't know if you guys saw it—someone uh, specifically said, "I love the conversation right up to the mood boosts. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, I have other, and, then I, and then I have other people that comment every week on how much they love the mood boost. So we yeah. got we got some lovers and we got some haters. So, um, so here we go. Let's get into it. Uh, number one, uh, have you heard about the pregnant bed bug? She's going to have her baby in the spring. <laughs> uh, my friend keeps saying, cheer up, man. It could be worse. You could be stuck underground in a hole full of water. I know who he means well. <laughs> uh, number three, what is Beethoven's favorite fruit? It's a banana. <laughs> I, I remember that one <laughs> as a kid. Wow! And I got, I got one more here. What do you call a man with a rubber toe? Roberto. Yeah.
0: <laughs> of course. Did you
2: hear that one before? Who just said that to me?
0: Did I? You. I don't know. I didn't get somebody giving you a. get somebody giving you a Roberto and in, uh, in conversation. Where did <laughs> I hear that? How did I hear that? That's so weird. Like literally, my middle, name, my middle name is
1: my middle name is Robert after my grandfather Roberto.
0: So that's okay. uh, the joke hits home. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Well, well, Paul, appreciate you uh, tuning in from yeah. uh, the middle of Colombia.
1: Yeah, I felt like I had to be here. You know, I didn't bring much to the table today, but uh, but I showed up. You know, sorry, right, you
2: showed up unlike me <laughs> last week.
0: Just. <laughs> Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Well, Well, thank thank you. Have a wonderful week. Paul, try not
1: to be eaten by a puma. I will. Yeah, I'll keep my head on a swivel for you guys. Don't worry. Keep my machete Uh, close by. Sounds good. All right. (laughs) All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next week. Deuces. Deuces.
0: The Ottawa Real Estate Podcast is brought to you by Referral Mortgages, Blue Panda Realty, and Stephen Hopkins Video. Thanks for tuning in. And please remember to like, comment, share, and most importantly, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you.